Well, welcome back, everyone, to the Communication Mastery Podcast. This is episode two, and uh, what I wanted to do today is to give you just a little bit of the background into my own story, why I do this, uh, why it's so important to me, and the journey I've been on to get to where I am today. Because you may well be on a similar journey. You may not be as far down that journey as I've come, or you may be ahead of me. I don't really mind which it is, as long as what I'm sharing with you is helpful to you. But I think it'll be helpful to you to know where I'm coming from and, uh, and what I've been doing uh, as a communication coach and why I do that. You can tell from my accent that I'm not American, although I am now, <laughs> but originally I'm from the UK, I'm British, and uh, I'm also Canadian, incidentally, so I have three uh, nationalities, <laughs> three citizenships, but originally from England, and the stereotype is to some degree true uh, that English people are very shallow in their communication. Uh, so I was raised in a, in a good, lovely family. I knew I was loved, a typical suburban English kind of family. We talk very regularly about practical stuff, even about ambitions and, and life goals, but we never really got below the surface in our communication. Uh, so I never really grew up with a, a level of communication mastery uh, that would enable me to uh, communicate effectively, connect deeply with other people. And so even as an adult, I struggled to form strong friendships at university. I had a very small circle of friends. I really didn't know who I was, let alone how to connect with other people. And uh, that hunger for life-giving relationships uh, really uh, caused me to, to, to live on the surface uh, in life rather than to go deep. And that's not, a, that's not a flourishing place to live. Uh, that's not a rewarding situation for our lives. And so when I met and married my wife, Jane, uh, both of us, I think, avoided going deep in our relationship in those early years. Uh, again, we tried to make things look good on the surface. We, we never really went deep in our relationship with one another. And even in my work life, I suffered from that inability to, to make strong connections, to understand other people. I, I saw that other people were different from me, uh, but I never really knew how to go deep, how to get more, uh, more strength to relationships and working connections and so on. So eventually, our family ended up moving to a setting where finally it was safe to be real and to be different from other people. Uh, for us, it took a change of nation. We actually moved from the UK to Canada, and that change of direction, that change of location, was part of the, the beginning of my journey into being comfortable with who I am, but also learning how to adapt and connect with people who are different from me. And so in that setting, um, everyone expected you to be real. Everybody was living out that that uh, no, no, no face masks kind of communication. And uh, it was life-giving, it was vibrant, it was a little bit scary to an Englishman, but at the same time it was safe. And uh, part of the, 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 the key to communication mastery is finding people you can be safe with. Uh, that was our recommendation in, in episode one. Your takeaway was to find someone else you can partner with. And that may be more than one person. But start with one that you can, you can grow with as you develop in communication skill. Um, 
we continued to grow our communication mastery by that change of location. But those of you listening in the UK, you don't have to move to get this. <laughs> uh, and some of the stories that I'll tell you going forward will be applicable to you right there as well. So let me pause the story for a second and give you a takeaway out of this because it, it kind of factors into all the things I want to share with you uh, after this. Today's takeaway would be that the journey has a pattern to it. And it's more of a cyclical pattern than a than a just a a, a straight line, and and it's it's four simple things: it's discover, and then understand, then adapt, and then repeat. So I discover something about communication. I discover something about myself, or I discover something about how to connect with other people. I grow my understanding of it by interacting uh, and by uh, by studying. And then I learn to adapt to people who are different from me with that understanding. And then I simply repeat the process. So if we keep repeating that process, our communication mastery will grow. Okay, so that's the takeaway, and we'll come back to that at the end. But um, as I understand the insights I discover, that's how I deepen my communication skill. And that's exactly what happened to me when we moved to, to Canada um, I discovered two things. First of all, that I'm wired in a unique way that's, that's unique to me. There's a certain part to me that's different from everybody else. Uh, the, there's only one of me in the world. Just like my fingerprints are unique and your fingerprints are unique, likewise, uh, your communication style is unique to you. And the people you're wanting to connect with are unique in their communication styles as well. So that was the first place that validated me for who I am. I, I learned to accept that I am this way, but also to, to as I grew in understanding, I realized that I can also adapt how I come across to other people in order to make that connection that's so vital for communication. So that's the second part to it. Everyone else is different from me. And, and as I learned to adapt to their needs, uh, from my understanding of myself, I learned now to adapt to the needs of those around me, because I want to be beneficial to other people, because I want them to be beneficial to me. It's a two-way street. But until you make the connection, then uh, communication can't happen. And so uh, we can benefit one another when we can understand one another. Now, in this journey, I learned to really love uh, profiling tools because it gives you a snapshot of how you're wired and what you're like, something that it maybe gives you vocabulary to explain yourself or to understand yourself. Uh, interestingly, this is a side note, but uh, there was a study done, I think it was Harvard Business Review, did a study and they said that self-awareness is just as valuable in the business community as an MBA. Now, people spend thousands of dollars and hours of time getting an MBA, but too often we don't spend the time to grow our self-awareness. But they said that in business, their studies showed that people with self-awareness were far more effective even than people with, with uh, the, the, the technical skills that an MBA can give. I'm not against MBAs, of course, but I do say that to folks to say, develop your self-awareness. And that's what happened for me. My journey grew as I grew my self-awareness. I understood myself more clearly. And um, early on in this journey, uh, that's when I was introduced to a tool that I still use today. It's called the Life Languages Profile. And this was the one that I found was the most valuable uh, in terms of helping people communicate. 
other profiling systems often will give you your category or your box, if you like. Um, but if a tool puts you in a box, then that can be a very difficult thing to overcome as you want to build relationships with other people or as you want to grow teamwork in whatever setting you may be. And if you want to adapt to people who are in different boxes, the, the, the profiling tools don't always give you the, the ability to do that unless you dig really deep into them. Uh, so uh, conversely, some tools give you so many options that, that uh, you, you can't figure out how to, uh, how to bridge the gap between you know, my strengths and your strengths, for example. I love the Strengths Finder tool. In case you're hearing that, I, I, I recommend it strongly. But at the same time, I find it doesn't necessarily build communication without additional help around it. So the Life Languages Communication System, they call it Communication IQ. It's so simple that even I can understand it. There are simply seven languages in that uh, profile. And each one of us has some measure of all seven of those languages. So if I can learn to understand seven languages then I will be able to uh, bridge to other people, even though their blend of those seven might be different. And this is something that really gave life to me. Uh, if you watched episode one, you'll know that uh, I, I changed how I would ask my wife questions. I wouldn't ask her, what do you think? I'd ask her, what do you feel? That came out of our understanding of the life languages, changed everything for us, because now she could give me an answer and I could relate to that answer. Uh, now in my coaching, I can s fairly quickly see which of those seven languages is a preferred communication language for whoever I'm talking with, and I can adapt the way I communicate with them in order to take advantage of that understanding and in order to build that bridge that we can then both walk over together. So it really changes how I relate to other people. So the life languages really is woven into the rest of my story. I told you I, we changed nations and that was when I started to become more aware of myself and how I'm wired to accept how I'm wired to not try to pretend to be something I'm not uh, if you're still stuck pretending so that you can fit in with other people I'd encourage you to find a way to stop that uh, because it's not going to build the bridges you want with the people around you uh, when you have that self-awareness then you can accept yourself as you are and then you can bring who you are to the, uh, the interactions and the relationships that you have, that you wear, where you want to strengthen your communication. And then um, having changed the way I see myself, then also I'm able to uh, change the way I interact with other people. Uh, there have been many times in my life where I've found myself working with people who are very different from me. And in the early days, it was very difficult to adapt to that because I didn't understand what their needs were. There are two questions that we all have in our communication. Uh, when we're wanting to, to work with someone or to relate to someone or even just to grow friendship with someone, the, the first is, is, what do you need from me uh, for us to be able to be connected in whatever setting? And then the second is, how do you need it? Because some people are very much more wired for action than others, whereas others might be more wired for, for thinking. Uh, and th those are two different approaches to communication. If it's action, let's jump right in. But if it's thinking, we need to give space in order to process. 
And if I don't understand that, I can unwittingly derail the, the communication process simply by approaching somebody in the wrong way. So uh, changing the way I adapted to people came second in my journey. And what I recommend to you is uh, don't try to adapt before you've done the discover. Remember our four points is discover and then understand and then adapt and then repeat. Um, because until I discover how I'm wired, I'm not going to be able to understand that in order to adapt to somebody who's different. So don't try and jump into understanding other people first. Get your own understanding first. And then uh, you repeat that cycle, if you like, uh, for every interaction in your, in your work, in your friend circle, uh, in whatever civic organization or at school or wherever you are, or even in your own family. And as I grow uh, my communication skill, it becomes easier over time. I mentioned the, the life languages. It, what I like to say is it's so simple a seven-year-old can understand it, uh, but it's so deep that it'll take you the rest of your life to fully unpack it. I've been coaching now with Life Languages for seven years. I've been training coaches for two. I first in, was introduced to the to the system about 20 years ago and have been applying it in my own life over that time. But I'm still discovering things today that grow my understanding of how this works, even though it was so valuable right off the bat. I still remember the first occasion. It was a, actually a leadership team uh, that we brought in the, the life languages to that leadership team to help us grow the teamwork. And the lady who came to to teach us and, and explain it all to us, was it was like she'd been watching us. It was like she knew all of us, even though we'd never met her before. She simply had seen our profiles, uh, and each of us felt like the profile captured who we are in a way that gave us um, affirmation and validity for being unique, but then she was able to give us pointers for how to bridge those gaps, how to uh, draw out the strengths in one another, how to leverage our differences. One of the things I love to do with people as I coach them today is to identify the differences in whatever relationship it is, whether it's a boss and an employee or whether it's two peers working together on a team uh, or whether it's husband and wife or, or whether it's brothers and sisters. Uh, Whatever the connection, I love to identify the differences and then help the folk that I'm, that I'm coaching to, uh, to turn their differences into strengths. Because what I see in our world today is that too often our differences divide us. And that breaks my heart because it's not, uh, it's not inevitable that differences would divide us. In fact, with goodwill on both sides and with understanding of the science of communication, we can bridge those gaps. We can turn differences into strengths. And then we become stronger. You know, the motto of the United States is out of many, out, one out of many, <laughs> translating from the Latin and probably mangling it. But uh, bringing us together is the foundation of this nation. Uh, and it's something that would be applicable all around the world for us to be able to do. But very often we don't have the skills to do that today. That's why I'm so passionate about what I do. I love to help people turn what seems like uh, a division, what seems like an obstacle, to turn it into a strength, to turn it into teamwork, to turn it into connection and, and collaboration. 
And that's why communication mastery is so important to me because communication is the lifeblood of teamwork. We say it again and again, but it's true. Uh, it's the oxygen we breathe if we're going to work together, if we're going to relate together, if we're going to do something together. And there are many challenges in the world today that we can only face if we work together. And this is a way of us uh, fighting back against division, if you like. It's to learn to build bridges, to learn to communicate more effectively with one another. I was talking to somebody just the other day uh, who was saying, how do I begin to do that? And, uh, you know, I understand myself, but how can I begin to bridge to somebody else? And, and I said, well, actually, the, the key to it is choosing to step into what somebody else needs in order that you can connect with them. So typically, I, would, I used to come at communication with thinking, well, I'm wired this way. And, uh, you know, if you won't adapt to how I'm wired, then I don't really want to mess with you. I don't want to spend time with you. It's all about me. But then I realized the fruit of that in my life wasn't pretty. It, it didn't bear fruit. Uh, as I've changed my attitude and begun to see if I can figure out how you need communication from me, remember those two questions, what do you need from me and how do you need it? If I can figure that out for the person I'm in front of that I want to make a connection with for whatever reason, then I can take the step to be what you need me to be in order that we can build that bridge so we can begin to communicate. If you think about electricity, uh, the light only comes on when the switch is switched and the connection is made. And I love seeing the light come on for so many people when they recognize that the things that used to divide them can actually become ways of connecting when they understand them. It's great to see that in action. We're going to talk about a lot of the practicalities of that as we go through with this podcast week by week, month by month. Um, I don't want to give you too much in one go here, but what I would like you to remember is, first of all, you've got to discover what's going on inside of you. Secondly, you need to invest a little bit of energy, a little bit of time in understanding how that works. And I'm going to help you with that in future episodes. And then thirdly, I learn to adapt to other people. And so then when I've done that and it begins to work, then I repeat the process. Here's a funny thing. When you learn to adapt to other people, you suddenly make discoveries about yourself because each adaptation to somebody who's different gives you a fresh insight into how you're wired. One of the things we'll talk about in a future episode is how if a particular need in my primary communication style isn't being met, I need to recognize the distress that causes inside of me so that I understand what need I'm trying to get met in this interaction. Some of those uh, insights can really be valuable to us in the future uh, as we learn to communicate more effectively. So today uh, we're here because we want to help one another grow. And I want to remind you, if you don't already have somebody that you're partnering with, I'd encourage you to find at least one person you can do that with because we can't do this on our own. I can give you uh, insight, I can give you wisdom, but you need to practice it with somebody who's safe. So find that person if you haven't already, share this podcast with them so that we can do this journey together. Looking ahead, next episode we'll look at something along the lines of what your life language profile could tell you, how you can unpack how you're wired, how you can understand that discovery process more deeply. But for today, I'm going to wrap it up here and leave you with those Simple steps. Discover yourself, 
understand it more deeply, adapt to other people, and then repeat the process. Together, as we do that, cycling through that cycle, we'll develop communication mastery. As always, you can reach out to me at markburlinson.com with your feedback, your questions, topics you'd like me to address. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, we'll see you then.